This date has been on my calendar for a while now. Um, I don't know where to start. I've, uh, I've gone over this in my head multiple times now. Multiple times as I've gone over it, you know, as I've been driving back and forth to work. And I look at the clock to see how long it takes. Okay, some of you, if you've got stuff in a crock pot and you're expecting it to be done when you're home, take the long way home. Um, if you're just going to eat leftovers from Thanksgiving, you've still got some of those in the refrigerator, you may be okay. I've been on quite a journey lately. Um, it has been one that God has been with me through every moment of it. And that was very, very apparent. And You know, throughout the years, I've gone on many trips. I've gone many places. Oh, I've gotten to fly many places. And, and some of the flights that I took were really long. One of them, going to Japan, that's like a 16-hour flight. A 16-hour flight, you really have to wrap your mind around being inside a plane for 16 hours. You know, you can get on that flight, you can get on there really tired, and you can be so tired that you think, okay, this is good because I can just sleep for the flight. And you get on there and you lay back and you rest a little bit, and you wake up and you've got 14 hours left. There was a, a time when I was flying into Bogota, Colombia. One of the one of the most one of the most frightening times I was flying in because I've been on many flights before, and this flight, it just happened to be that there started getting like a fog, a smoke coming into the cabin, and I was praying, and I kept praying, and I kept praying, because it wasn't it wasn't something I was used to. I wasn't used to this smoke rolling into the cabin. That's not normal. Well, we landed and everything was all right. But uh, the flight that I think that I liked the most, that I enjoyed the most, was the one I anticipated the longest, was when I got to go to Alaska. When I went up to Alaska and I got to do a fly-out fishing, I got to land on water. That landing on water, that it was just so soft and so smooth that that's what I kind of thought... This last journey that I've been on has been like, it's been like landing on water because God just really took care of my every need the entire way through it. Um, the Bible verse that I want to look at today and to talk about is going to be Matthew chapter 11. And it's going to be... Verse 28 through 30. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God takes care of our every need. He's there with us even when we don't realize that he's there. <clears throat> Brian asked me this morning, you know, do you have a title to your sermon? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. It's, it's called Water Landing 1.6. And he tells me, he goes, that's got to be the strangest title I've ever had anybody give me. Well, let me see if I can make some of it make sense as I go through this. 
on October 10th, at about 8.30 in the morning, I walked into work. And for many of you know that I've been there for just about 32 years. Well, when I walked in that morning, I went into work just like any other morning. I was out on the floor uh, checking to see what guys were doing. I had a processor to fix, and I was out fixing the processor. My boss called. He wanted me to come up to his office. He had something to talk with me about. Okay, well, I'll go up to his office. And I finished up a few things, and I went up to his office. When I walked into his office, the vice president of operations was sitting in there, along with the HR director. Not a good sign. I walked in, and I said, this isn't a good sign. They said, no, Dave, it's not. It's not a good sign. Okay, um, are you guys serious? Yeah, we're serious. Um, you're done. So at that point in time, I was on a flight. I was on a flight I was unprepared for. That wasn't what I thought I was going to be doing that day. I had no idea what was going to be next. But I remember from all of the times of getting on flights, the first thing you do is what? You sat down in your seat, and Marcia, you uh, sent me this message. Fasten your seatbelt. Oh, yeah, fasten your seatbelt. That's right. You sit down, and you fasten your seatbelt, and you get ready for the ride. Well, I, I thought about it after that. I said, well, that was really the first thing I did when they told me that, because... One of the first things that happened was is my boss and the HR director both said, well, can we pray with you? I said, well, yeah, you can pray with me. Yeah, that was, that was fascinating my seatbelt for what was to come. I just didn't have any idea in the world how fast God was going to answer prayers or how he was going to work through all of it. You know, see... Everything kind of works in harmony, and even with today and everything that started out, part of what I want to talk about, the 1.6, comes back to what Luis just showed, and us stepping out and us doing something for God, which is our job. But in doing that also, last week Mandy was up here, and she was making the same type plea, and Cheryl was up here, and she was making the same type plea, that we all need to step out. We all need to do more. Well, I finished that, you know, there at work that day. And I, I'm in there and, you know, I was done. So I go to my office and I pack up things. And you're packing up things after 32 years. It's like, what do I want to take? Well, I guess I'm just going to take my personal things because all the rest of this stuff, I don't know that I'm ever going to need it again. I don't know any of it that I'll use. So I go through and I'm packing things up and, and uh, I'm, I'm getting them all together. And one of the other things that I, as soon as I'd left, I got on my phone and I asked, well, can I keep the phone for a little bit? Because all of my contacts are in this silly phone. It was a company phone. I have my own now. I have Facebook on it. I couldn't have Facebook on my other one because it was a work phone and it wasn't really a smartphone. It was... It was locked out so much that most of the functions wouldn't work on it. You could call with it, and if you wanted to look on the Internet to find a phone number for something, you could look on the Internet and find the number, 
but you couldn't press the little phone and have it call. It wouldn't do that. You had to look at the number and then go back over and type it into the keys. Well, Christy took care of me. One of the first things that we did, and here I am, I'm thinking, oh, I've got to buy a phone. I don't have a job. And the first thing I'm going to do is leave and go buy a phone. Well, I need one, and I needed to get all this information transferred over. And I had sent messages out to some of the guys that we all get together for a Bible study and prayer. And I know that as soon as this happened, I wanted them praying for me. And I had gotten a hold of Brock because I wanted Brock praying for me. And as I told him, I said, hey, I said, you know, when you stepped out on faith because God had called you to do that, I said, I didn't know he was kicking me out of the boat with you. I said, but I don't have a job. He goes, you're kidding me. He said, no, I'm not kidding you. I don't have a job. Well, Christy took me to lunch that day. I had to make sure I made those two points of all the points that I made. Christy bought me a phone. Christy took me to lunch. She said if I didn't say anything else, I had to say that. So there, I, got, I met my quota. So I've got this new phone that I just got. I'm about half sick to my stomach because I'm spending money that I don't know where it's coming from. God, that's where it's coming from. He takes care of us with everything. I got to share with Demetrius last week, right after the service. We went out, we went to lunch. I told him, this is another thing, how things work in harmony. Because one of Demetrius' points last week was share your story. So, well, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to share my story. And I said, Demetrius, I said, there's another reason why you went before me. He goes, what's that? I said, there's no way you could have come and told Michigan jokes this Sunday. <laughs> For a while yesterday, I was sweating being able to say that today. <laughs> but it was so true. You know, God just, God just continued to bless. So, here I am. It's Tuesday morning at 8.30. I've lost my job. I, I had to, you know, I finally got a hold of Christy, and I'm heading there. We go to lunch. I get my phone. I go to the house, and I'm thinking, oh, we have an elders meeting tonight. And the first thing in the back of my mind is, is, oh, all I want to do is go home and just hide. Why would I, oh, I got an elders meeting. And then God started tapping me on the shoulder. And he said, wait a minute. He goes, when you became a Christian, was it Christian first or was it production manager first? Or what, what, what's first there? The first thing needs to be what you do for me. And I still have a job for you. I haven't taken that job away. I still have work for you to do. And I'm thinking, okay, that's right. That is part of the responsibility that I have, is to do the work that you have laid out for me to do. So God, it's like, okay, well, I'm, 
I'm going to go to the elders' meeting because it's not like I have to get up in the morning and go to work. I don't have a job. Nolan at the same point in time says, Dad, you don't have to go to work tomorrow. Since you don't have to go to work tomorrow, I know how much you like coffee. How about you take me to school and we pick Tim Hortons up in the morning? Okay, well, I'll get Tim Hortons in the morning. That sounds good. I don't have a job. I'll go to the elders' meeting. I come in here to the elders' meeting, and of course I want to, you know, I'm going to share with the other elders so that they're also praying for me. And as I come in so that they'll, they'll pray for me, Cheryl had come that night, and she was here to share what was on her heart about a ministry that she had that last week she also asked help for again. So I came in, and, and she's here, and I shared with them. I said, I no longer have a job. And she goes, oh, that's great. We're looking for a pastor. The first thing out of my mouth was, oh, no. I'm good for maybe five or ten minutes for a devotional, but I've never been called to preach. Guess what God did? He started poking at me. And he started poking at me. And he started reminding me that I had a job. That I had a responsibility that he required of me. And one of the things that he requires of us as, as Christians is to do his work. Um, you know, we get the tithing part down really well. And financially, we get that. That comes. And God blesses us, so you know, we, we give him the offering. But God asks us for our time and our talents. And we have time and talents that I don't think we're always using. There's lots of times where we'll come in and we expect to come in and be fed, but we don't expect to give back. And that's, re- that's really what God was saying is, is you know, you need, to, you need to give that back. You know, we, we need workers in the field. We, you know, I've told you to go into all nations and, and seek out those that would be saved. So we've got a job to do. We've all got a job, and that should be our first job. Whether we're a, a plumber or whether we're a cook or whether we're a domestic engineer, whatever our job is, we need to be a Christian first. And that part of that being a Christian is giving back to God. So, Brian, this is where 1.6 comes in. So 10%. How in the world did he come up with 1.6? Well, I could have told you 11.2, but 11.2 is for a week and 1.6 is for a day. All right, well, where in the world? It's still not, the math isn't adding up, right? Because everybody's sitting here thinking 10% of 24 is not 1.6. Wait a minute. Come to, ye, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. See, you can't outgive God. You're going to give your 10% to God, but he's already given you 33% of it back and told you, go ahead and rest. So go ahead and take that eight hours off and give me 1.6. What I want is 1.6 hours a day. 1.6 hours a day. When do I have opportunities to do that? Okay, well, I already I pray over my meals. And I do my devotions. Okay, well, I'm going to say this right now. If some of us went out and we sat down for lunch, 
and I was going to do my 1.6 all right there to pray for the meal, it would be the last time you guys asked me out for lunch. If I decided to try to get 15 minutes of it in, it's probably going to be pushing it too. Because normally, you know, our prayer, it's pretty short and sweet, but we're looking at getting to the meal. We're looking at getting down into that. God wants more of us. He blesses us with more. He blesses us with so much. I haven't even gotten into the meat of this, what he did for me. Because the fact that he did it so fast. On Wednesday morning when I took Nolan in to get coffee, I looked at my phone because I had my email on it now and I had my Facebook on it. I got those things that I can connect. I had an email on there. I don't. I still, to this day, I don't know who sent it, where it came from, but it was about a job opportunity. And I had a couple other emails on there from friends that had job opportunities for me. And I started to begin to believe that, yeah, okay, God, I, I understand. You're in control. You've got this. All I need to do is set back, buckle in, and go for this ride, which I didn't know how long this ride was going to last. I just knew I was on a ride. Now, I thought about, when I was doing this, I thought about putting some videos up here and doing a PowerPoint. And I thought, well, if I do that, is it all going to work? Sometimes it doesn't work. I'm not Brian, Kent, <laughs> not you guys. It's just, and then it was trying to figure out how I was going to make it match with how I was going to go through and share this with you, because as I was sharing it with myself, it changed every time. God just kept moving me a different way. Oh, you can share this, and you can share this, and you can share this. Yeah, okay, well, let, let me get through. Let me get through this one first, God, and, and we'll see. I said, but uh, I don't think I want to do the, the PowerPoint with it. But... One of the videos that keeps popping up on Facebook a lot is these people that like to sit down in these slingshot yo-yo chairs, whatever it is, and they sit down and they're tightening themselves in, and all of a sudden, you know, the the guy that's that's operating it looks over at him and says, "Oh, I don't think your seatbelt's tight enough." And they look down. About the time they look down is when they they're flying through midair, and and some of their expressions are just wonderful. Well, I'm sure my expression was just wonderful when I went flying through midair because I wasn't expecting what happened. Um, Wednesday morning, I have all these notes. So I, I get my coffee. I pull over in Walmart parking lot after dropping Nolan off, and I'm drinking my coffee. And was, somebody call me. Okay, so I call them, and I'm talking with them. And, and hey, you know, I can help you out with your resume. And I know that you know this this place is hiring because they just called me, they just contacted me, and now you know we're looking at uh, they're looking at filling these positions. And I know from working with you before that you could fill this spot. Oh, okay, good. So you know I, I'm I'm on the phone and I hear my phone my phone's clicking in the background as I'm doing this. It's like, well, what in the world? It's clicking in the background. It, it, I, I finally, I finished the phone call. The phone quits clicking. I drive to the house. I walk in. Christy says to me, have you called Jeff Sands yet? 
I said, no, why? He goes, he posted on Facebook for you to call him. Oh, okay, well, I'll call him next. That happened to be one of the numbers that I had swapped over, and I give Jeff a call, and he goes, hey, when can you talk, come talk to me about job? This is Wednesday morning at 7.30. I'm talking to somebody about a job after having multiple other contacts. So I give Jeff a call, and he says, you know, can, can you come in and interview? And I'm thinking, well, I want to finish getting these numbers all switched over, so I got this phone taken care of. I haven't done a resume yet. Um, can I come in and talk to you on Friday? No, no, I, I, think, I think sooner. Sooner? I said, you mean tomorrow? I said, well, when, what works for you, Thursday? Thursday work? Yeah, Thursday works fine for me. Okay, so I'll come in on well, tomorrow morning. I said, what time? He says, 8.30. 8.30, so Tuesday morning, 8.30. Thursday morning, 8.30. I'm at my first job interview. That doesn't happen by chance. That doesn't happen by chance. That happens because God is good and he's faithful. And, and I was just blown away at how fast he operated. So I went in, and, and I'm, I'm generally always early at any place I go. You can ask Christy. If I'm not 15 minutes early, I'm late. I get to the parking lot, and I'm sitting there, and I'm praying. And as I'm praying before I go in, God says, Hey, it's time for you to step out of the boat. It's time for me to step out of the boat. What do you mean? How am I supposed to step out of the boat? I already lost my job. He goes, No. He goes, That's not it. He goes, I have something more for you. I've told you that I want you to do my work. So I want you not to just share this message. I want you to preach this message. I said, okay, God. Okay, I'll do it. He goes, that's not good enough. He goes, I want a date. I said, you want a date? I said, what do you mean? I said, okay, well, we just had the elders meeting and, you know, Thanksgiving weekend. We thought maybe that might be a hard way. Okay, well, how about Thanksgiving week? God says, that's fine. That'll work. I said, okay. I said, so Thanksgiving weekend. So I'm going to go for the interview. He goes, oh, no, 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 no. It's not that easy. What do you mean it's not that easy? He says, I want to make sure before you go in for the interview that you have already committed to that Sunday. I said, you want me to already commit to that Sunday? I said, God, I don't even know if I got the job or not. He goes, do you trust me? Yeah, God, I trust you. Okay, well, then lock in the date. It's that simple. So I get on my phone and I send Lisa a message. I don't even remember what it said, but I sent her a message and I said, that Sunday's taken care of because God told me I'm going to be here that day. So here I am. Um, God brought me that far that quick. I went in and I interviewed. The interview took about an hour and a half, and I think I was interviewing them as much as they were interviewing me. I knew Jeff from working with him a few places before, and we had been at the same company, and then he'd been at a different company, and I'd actually done work for them. And when I was in interviewing with him, I told him, I said, well, Jeff, I said, I don't even have a resume or anything done yet. He said, I can get one to you. I said, but you're going to have to let me finish it. He goes, no. I said, what do you mean, no? He goes, I don't need your resume. I know who you are. Do you know who else tells us that? God tells us that. 
He doesn't need our resume. A lot of us, if we gave him his resume, you know, he'd just tear it up, throw it away anyways, because he already knew all of it. And there isn't anything all that great on a lot of our resumes when we come to him to begin with. So in, in knowing that, and in knowing what God does for you, step out of the boat. Step out. There's, you know, 1.6 hours a day. You're going to have your devotionals. You're going to pray over your meals as long as you're not in a group of people. Because if you're in a group of people, they're going to quit eating with you. But you have that other time, that, that time that's left available. There's people that you touch each day. There's people that you come across each day that need to see Christ in you. That's, that's your job. That's your job. We all have that job. So. Mandy? I don't know where Mandy went. There she is. She's hiding back there. That was all I had for you. But I thank you for your time. <laughs>